Welcome, welcome. It's the DMV's Vibe Podcast. I am Miss Pink. And I'm Fearless Swagger. And it is July 25th. We have a special guest in the building with us, Miss Christina, the CEO of Love the Life You've Been Given. Um, welcome, welcome to our platform. So um, I invited you. We had a segment on um, back in June where we were talking about um, how the importance of getting tested and everything um, because I went over the statistics and everything as far as it comes to STDs and um, HIV. So I do know that you are an HIV advocate and a sex health educator. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about um, your organization? Um, yeah, so I have an organization called Love the Life You've Been Given. Um, and it's a web series on YouTube where I pretty much talk about my own personal encounters that I've had since being positive. Um, I've been positive for 12 years. Um, so I mentor and assist people with their diagnosis once they're newly diagnosed. And more recently, I've been helping people with dating while being HIV positive. So definitely check out the site if you are looking for any type of guidance or even if you have a friend that has it and you're looking on how you can support them. You can look on the um, YouTube channel and see the videos that I posted with myself, my sister, a couple friends and relatives. So. Yes, I did have a chance um, when you first started to tune in to a couple of the episodes, and it was very informative because, um, as we stated on that episode, that a lot of people are ignorant mm-hmm. to um, what the process is and the journey and even how to be receptive of someone who, who has tested positive. So I wanted you to um, just walk us a little bit through your journey and how... Um, the process of, you know, getting tested and finding out that you were HIV positive and then, you know, explaining it to your family because I'm sure that was a hard journey. Difficult. <laughs> it's very difficult. Um, well, I found out I was positive in um, 2009. Um, I was 18. I was dating a guy. And um, what people actually don't really know is that it takes six months for antibodies of HIV to show up in your blood. And as I, I got tested while I was dating him, unfortunately, HIV didn't show up until six months later. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I tell people they need to get tested every three months versus every six months because you, you don't know when it's going to show up in your test. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this particular person, um, he found out um, that an ex-girlfriend of his that he had before me was positive. So he told me right away, um, and we both went to go get tested, and... As soon as he found out his was positive, let's be real, I, I knew mine was positive. I knew what I was doing the past six months. So I knew, I was like, okay, well, here it is. Let's just deal with it. Um, and quite honestly, I, I talk about this on the web series as well. Um, I didn't deal with my diagnosis at first. Um, when I found out, I told my mom and two of my sisters and a couple close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told my mom because her brother actually had AIDS. He died from um, complications with AIDS back in 96. So I knew she would understand. Um, and I just kind of put my baggage to the side because I had a support system. But the person I was with did not. I was the only person he felt comfortable with telling. So 
I was a support system for him. He tried to commit suicide a couple times in front of me after finding out. So I literally put my baggage to the back and was like, let me help him through everything. And once our relationship kind of, it kind of shifted for us to be friends more than lovers, for real. So I became his friend and then relationship started to end. And that's when I dealt with my own baggage at that time. That's when I decided to unload was after I helped him with his. So, so like mentally, how, I could I couldn't even understand how you could. That takes a lot of strength to for both of y'all to find out, and then you're being supported to someone who doesn't have a support system and putting yourself on the back burner. Um, I think as women we do that a lot anyway. Yes, definitely. and um, that's one of the reasons why we always stress like uh, mental health awareness. We talk about it almost every week, and especially with this month being um, Minority Mental Health Month, um, I found that it's important, no matter what kind of trauma or traumatic experience you have, to be able to process it health, healthily, healthy. Um, so when it came to, you said you was able to tell your mom. Right. So. How long was it before you were able to tell, like, your sisters? I know uh, me and one of your sisters, we go way back. So yes. I was like, how long did it take for you to be able to tell, like, other people within your family? Um, it varies, honestly. So I want to say my mom was, like, a couple of days. So to be quite technical, like, he found out a couple of days before me. We had, of course, different insurances or whatever. So... He found out a couple of days before me, but I knew then, but I waited until I actually went to the doctor. And the doctor told me, like, you need to at least tell one other person. So in the event of an emergency, you know, ambulance asking, what medications are you on? Someone needs to know. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, who am I going to tell? And I told my mom first. I actually, like, text her and two of my sisters. And I was like, okay, I got, I got guys, I got to talk to you. So mom came pick me up. My mom already knew something was wrong, so she kind of got, got it out of me in the car before mm -hmm. I could tell anybody else. And then when I woke, like, I went over to my sister's house and I like slept on her couch and I woke up and everybody's in my face like, well, what do you have to tell us? So I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay. So, you know, mom can't always <laughs> hold the tea and then sometimes we can't she, mask no, it. She, she held she the tea. Held it. She, my mom holds the so tea. So it was just okay. you and your, your aura was yeah, giving Yeah, she just knew. She was like, okay, what is it? And I'm like, oh, okay. But I woke up the next morning. And I told them, mind you, my sister was nine months pregnant. She ended up going into labor like a couple of days later after all that. But, yeah, I told, I told them that morning. Um, everyone else, it was kind of difficult to tell everybody else. Um, I had another sister who was overseas. And I didn't, at that time, I felt like that's not something I should say with a phone. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, be face to face and say that. So I didn't tell her for years later. Um, didn't tell years my dad. later? Years later. Because it was just she, like... She was like in the military? So, or she, no, she was just working overseas. Uh, like, she was overseas that whole time and you didn't tell her now? Pretty much. When she came back, it was like, okay, so when do I say, hey, I got HIV? Like, it was really difficult. I didn't know when to say something after that point. So I was just like, ah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. So I honestly didn't tell her until, I want to say 2016 or 2017 before I came out with love the life you've been given and um 
I told her, told my dad and my little brother. Those were like the everybody else in my family, pretty much. Anyone else that was like my bigger family, I was like, y'all just want to find out. Like, mm-hmm. I told the people who were closest to me, and for the most part, everything everything was cool. Like, I was kind of scared to tell my dad. I thought he was gonna be really disappointed in me. So I remember being, I was on the phone with him and I was like boohoo crying and he was just like, well, it's okay. You could have told me, I wish I was there. And I'm just like, oh, that was, this was easy. Like I could have been to this, but <laughs> like. Yeah, I think it is that factor. Like when you uh, have to tell your dad something that involves anything sexual, it's like, um, mm-hmm. I don't really want to tell you this. I don't know how to tell you and right. I don't really want to tell you, but it's something that you should probably know. Yeah. Like, um, um, so in regards to your um the sister that you told kind of late, how did she how was she receptive of the information? Um, she was hurt because I didn't tell her sooner, but ultimately she's very supportive. Um, you know, it was a little rough patch, but she was very supportive in the end. You know, like she was just like, Well, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, It was kind of hard, like, yeah. <laughs> I can't necessarily. Explain it for her. It was really difficult at that time. I was 18. Literally just turned 18. Like, I was still a kid. I didn't mm-hmm. know what to do. I'm just like, this is some heavy stuff. I can't just. Yeah. Oh, hey, girl. I got HIV. How you doing? How's kids? Like, <laughs> I couldn't yeah, do yeah, that. That's a- <laughs> right. So, and if it wasn't, like, in the moment, it was just really, really, really difficult to say. Like, yeah, it's just diff- it was difficult. But we are over that. Everyone knows I'm good now. So. <laughs> and when it came cool. to, um, I know you said you had a, su- a support system. As far as, uh, like, processing it for your mental health and be- coming to terms with, you know, this is going to be a part of my life. And I choose to live and not let it overcome me. Um, did you do any counseling or counseling with your family? Not with my family. I did go to therapy though for myself um after me and the ex had broke up um it took me a little while to go to therapy though because i was kind of just like dealing with it just going through the motions Mm -hmm. crying and everything else and especially coming from having an uncle who died from it so growing up i always was you know very scared of it like i remember in high school i was a whole virgin they had testing at the school, and I was nervous to tell to take the test. And I'm like, I know daggone well, I haven't had sex, haven't done no drugs, <laughs> but it might be positive. It's, like, it's the way that it's presented. Yeah, it's like, it's, it does it's like make a you. fear factor, but it's mm-hmm. like, you need this for yourself, for it's, your health, but it's just like. Are you more scared to walk around and not know what you have or to walk around and know what your status is? That's, that's like, like the big question yes. now because some people are just scared like, nah, I ain't going to the doctor. I ain't getting like. Um, what you mean you're not going right. like, like you know you need to know especially um for you people who be out here just doing anything okay. and everybody go and get tested especially if you having uh multiple partners so every time you get a new partner you need to go get tested absolutely every three months um so just to go backwards a little bit um because like i said there are a lot of people who were ignorant to mm-hmm. um what it really means to be HIV positive because they always correlate them so strongly together with AIDS. Mm-hmm. So as far as um, 
like symptoms and or medications how does that work um so i i I go all the way back so to start off you know hiv is the virus um the virus that comes and attacks your healing cells pretty much so to fight off any type of infection that you have um and how they calculate it is with um with c cd4 counts that's the actual cells itself how many counts you have in your body a normal person has about 800 to 1500 in their body so Mm -hmm. When you go get tested and they test those cells and they see that you have under 800, that's going to give them an alarm to be like, okay, something not right. So um, once you get under 200, you're now in AIDS territory. So that basically means that any type of infection, even the common cold, your body may not be able to fight it off because you don't have that many cells in your body to fight it off. So people actually technically don't die from AIDS. They die from AIDS complications. So a normal person can get pneumonia and recover, but a person with AIDS is more likely not to recover because they don't have enough cells to fight off that virus. Yeah, and good example of that real quick was just um, they've been talking about Eazy-E because they're about to have that documentary come out. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, supposedly it's been said all these years that he died from getting pneumonia while he, while he was um, battling the virus. Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, from the way that it was presented to us, (laughs) from the way that it was presented to us, either he found out really late Mm -hmm. or um, or he just ignored or he ignored what his (laughs) test results were. Um, Listen, y'all, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I, I, allegedly, <laughs> right, allegedly, um, he joked about it on Jimmy Fallon, so I, mm-hmm. I just hope Tupac looking at him and his, and his wow, family. all three of them, him and Biggie, but anyway, back to yeah, um, <laughs> so, uh, that documentary is going to be interesting to see, um, you know, he had like 11 kids, but supposedly he was only saying he had like seven. Yeah, so but it's 11. Um, Let's give him more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As we get closer to the documentary date, more and more stuff seems to come out about his kids and how they act and all of that in the videos. Yeah, we come to find out that video was old. So it's like, why, why you even throw that video out there? Um, but yeah, so to go back, <laughs> uh, to go back, um, so basically what we're saying is the sooner that you get tested and the sooner you find out, the better chance you have of fighting the virus before yes. it, before it goes anywhere else. Correct. Yeah. Cause my uncle, from my mother's recollection, he found out when his, um, CD4 count was at 38. So it's all the way down. Mm-hmm. It's all the way down. Now with medicine, you can, I'm not going to say you can get it from 38, but um, in my experience, they have been able, to, it's more advanced, so they can get you up from out of AIDS territory, but they'll still technically deem you of, ha- of having AIDS because you did drop below that line of your T-cells being under 200. But So once yeah. you get under the 200, then that's considered AIDS. AIDS yes. Yep. So I've never been in AIDS territory. But, you know, um, I know plenty of people who have been. 
Like, I've worked for organizations that only dealt with, well, not only dealt with, but they did a lot of AIDS and HIV work. So I've met people who are, you know, their numbers are through the roof now. But back then, they were under 200. They were AIDS territory, but they're thriving now because of medication now. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally married to a pill that I take every single day um, that basically gets, boosts my immune system, pretty much. Um, so... I'm good. Like I live a normal life, except for taking this one pill. So yeah, you take it. Like, you take it every day like a vitamin. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I'm definitely normal as fuck. So like, yeah, it's like, y'all. Christina still she, she still go out. She still turn up. I shoot the shits. Like <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah, like, we I went out to Baltimore one weekend, oh and uh, I'm just say I wish that I had a mini camera on me because. <laughs> Everything that went on that night was just hilarious. Like, um, Baltimore people, I love y'all, but y'all are a different breed. Okay. <laughs> that part. That part. Shout out to Baltimore, though. Love y'all, though. Okay. Y'all yeah, was, yeah, y'all move a little different. So, what we're going to do real quick is we're going to go to game time. Oh, Lord. And y'all know we played this game last week with Creative Minds. And we're doing it with all our guests. We're doing it with all our guests. It's not that bad. In fact, um, you know, we can participate in the questions as well. Um, But we're going to let you pick a card. And then we're going to let you answer. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Okay. So, name three attractive qualities in a person. Ooh, okay. I like hands. Hands like I hands. I love hands. I have a I don't know what it hands, is. Like hands. What are <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had to make sure that yeah. she said hand. I didn't know what hands. I had. hands. Yeah, but it is one. people that have the okay. So don't take it personal when I say <laughs> this. But the people who got the nails that look like oh, run together oh. with their finger, oh. they look like talons, mm. like falcon talons. They do that. I, like I read something about that. Like, yeah, it be health that's issues. A health issue. That scares me. Like, bro, no, you can't touch me there, there, here, nowhere. (laughs) And if you got dirt under your fingernails, don't even come close to me because I can't do that. I can't. I I don't know. I like to look at the hands and, like, veins and stuff, so don't judge me. But um, (laughs) So that's one. (laughs) Okay. Um, What else? You said three. I like a nice smile. Um, And I do like locks. I got a thing for locks, so. Yeah, I used to have a thing for for dreadheads. I don't know more. I like beards though. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, a punkafy. I don't really think that I have a type. I really, look, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. So I used to think I wanted somebody who was nonchalant. I don't want that shit no more. Oh, absolutely. Because um, two nonchalant people don't go together. But I'm not nonchalant no more. I worked on myself. <laughs> okay. okay. 
self care. Yes, okay. I work on myself, and um, so. But I will say sometimes I either care too much or don't care enough. I'm sorry, it's no median in there. Um, so it's another thing. Um, it's probably the height thing. Oh yeah, height. Mm-hmm. Um, three. It would probably be that smile because I have to look at your face. So. Okay, so last week when I was talking about the teeth, they tried to come for me. Okay. Yeah, they was dead wrong for that because, listen, listen. Not starting off. Not starting off. And if you lose them when we 30 years down the line. Okay. Go buy you some. All right. Yeah, all right. You want to do one more? We do one more. Do, 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 do. Name three things you wish could happen at the push of a button. Mm. Mm. Won't be traveling anyway. I swear, me and my sister always talk about transportation. Like, I don't feel like driving. I don't feel like getting on a plane. Just, I want to be there. Um, dang, gotta push up a button. I know it's a lot to think about. I know, like, because I would have blurted something crazy out if we was on the time. I'd be like, free gas, (laughs) (laughs) okay, that part, free gas, free food. Oh, shit, I'd be tired of driving. They got those, but they don't be really driving like for real, for real. Like, I don't just put your destination. I don't know. They do. They all like they have built a car. I've seen it. Um, I forgot where I seen it on. But it's another brand other than Tesla that does it. I forgot where I seen it. Yeah, and they showed it, and it was like it was like first of all, it looked like a mini sofa was in this damn car, (laughs) and it was just driving itself. I'm like, so what am I here for? You might as well teleport me somewhere. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Mm, I don't know if I I trust (laughs) technology to drive me with the way people drive right now. See, everyone would have to be on the same, like... Everybody's car drives to to the road. Right, like, everybody would, because I could just see right now, it's accidents off the ass. Like, that's too much. I don't know what a third one would be. I don't know, to get a million dollars. I don't know. (laughs) I would say get paid every time I... Um, for me it probably would be travel is definitely on there. Um if I could continuously press the button to get paid, yeah, I agree with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, third one, um, Make stupid people disappear. Ooh, that's a good one right there. <laughs> okay, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, like I would, I, I would like a button. Like you just don't feel like being bothered with this person. You just want to end the conversation. Okay. Yeah, they ain't got to dial nothing. They just got to yeah, disappear they, from they in front go, of me. Go back right. To wherever they were. Like if you're at work, you know, oh, they yeah. can go back to their office. Hey, you know how when you die on fucking Call of Duty and you respawn somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I I need the button to do that. <laughs> Um, okay, so to jump back in, you, I know you said the organization helps with um, helping people come to terms with their diagnosis, and um, you're also talking about dating. Yes. So, um, 
How has dating been for you? And I mean, I've seen some of the <laughs> so some of the scenarios. Um, yes, we yes. we we talked about dating was something that we talked about what the first two months. Yes, and, um, dating is always a hot topic. Yeah. Of course, especially in twenty twenty one. Listen, um, I, I'm not even dating at this point. I'm single, single, but um, dating is not on the table right now. Okay. I got too much shit going on. And too much foolishness. I'm open, but I just, I, mm. the quality. That mm. comes through, when they say, it, it, man, no, this dating pool is starting to look a lot like Anacostia River. Okay, okay? that part. <laughs> <laughs> that part. But how has it been? How has it been beyond the people, the, the mm. options we have left? Okay. Um. Honestly, like, this is like the biggest question I always get. And. Dating is somewhat kind of regular. Um, and I say that because I always tell people up front of my status. Um, I have a thing where it's like a rule for me. So either I get to a point where I like you enough to tell you or we start talking about sex and that's what I'm going to tell you. Um, now I kind of, like, well, that was my rule for a while until maybe, like, last year now my my status is on my dating profiles. So it's off the gate. Have you read my profile? You see what you're getting yourself into. Um, I literally have. I've probably been like ninety five percent of the people I've dated are with the shits. Like to be honest, mo- like most of them, I've only had a few people be like, okay, no, nah, I can't do this. So it's really it's really regular. Like it's not it's not that bad as. I thought it would be like when I first, like when I newly got single and knew I had this, I was like, oh, I'm about to die alone. Nobody going to want me. I'm going to be by myself. But people out here, they, they're, it's a lot of accepting people. Now they, I'm not going to say that everyone that's accepting is a good person mm-hmm. or, you know, it's going to do right by you, but you know, it's again, it's all a gamble. And that was going to be my biggest thing. Like we've asked before, like, um, in the dating process, like how soon do you tell people certain information? Like, mm-hmm. like if we had somebody, if so, if you was dating somebody, and that's they say that they did like twelve years in jail or something, mm-hmm. and their their charges were something crazy. Right? Would you want to know in the first thirty days, or you feel like that's something mm. that they should disclose when they're comfortable with? Um. I wouldn't necessarily say that there's the first thirty, maybe like the first sixty. <laughs> like, I give you a little time to Would do that. Be like kidnap kids but, or something, but, you know. But it's like, like it's hard. You like that person, and then when they tell you, like, now you like. I gotta get some explanations. Like, I need to know what's going on. What's up? Cause like, been twelve years in prison. Like, I'm like, wait, what, what, like, what, what did you do? Right, what did you? But I don't really understand like, it. No. Yeah, oh, you, you can. Once I know your last name, it's okay. over. MD Courts, I go. Okay. No Hello. K search. Okay. K search. Everybody. Everybody get K search. K search for every every state. Everybody. Okay. Every, I'm K searching you before I meet you. Just talking about like. <laughs> get that. Especially like on dating sites and shit. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm K searching. Mm. See, we we went since you brought that up dating sites. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Have you had an experience um, from a dating app that 
just was like, yeah, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> oh. Honestly, no, because I be on shenanigan time. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so somebody be playing with me, I'll be playing right back. I swear, me and my best friend got this thing we we call it the DDDs. Like, that means we going on some shenanigans today. We're going to fuck with some niggas. Like, that's just what the fuck I do. So, you go play a game with me, I'm going to play a game right back. Like y'all, no, y- y'all will have to really understand if you follow her and seen some <laughs> of the people that be in her inbox, bruh. First you of all, you see me with the shits. I'm like, what's up? What we, what we doing? Yeah, but they get pissed off really quickly though. Yes, they do. <laughs> like, people and, get mad fast, and they will say little shit. And I'm like, I think I had somebody on it. I post, I be posting all the all the business, but um, so like he got mad for not for me not coming to see him or something. And they had the nerve to say I was burning on some shit. I'm like, what well, you wanted to see me though? But now you're talking I'm burning. Like, you can't, you can't hurt me with that, bruh. Come better. Come better. Yeah. You mad? I don't understand how you want to talk to somebody and then literally ten seconds later, all of a sudden, this all oh, you fat bitch, you okay. ugly bitch, you stank. I'm like, well, um, I was the same person. I didn't. I was the ugly anything. fat stanky bitch. You know, two right. minutes ago. Either I was or I wasn't. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything to do with how your ego Boy, feels about rejection. Said. Okay. Who? But I'm not checking for you. You're Who sent for you? For me, so what? Why? What is your purpose? Period. Right. No. What was the reason? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, Literally. Dating is just. Uh, dating is. I'm happy for the healthy relationships. Yeah, the okay, the healthy. Not, not the toxic ones. Oh, not, God. Yeah, I'm, mm. You're not staying because you're comfortable. Please don't there we go. The kids. There we go. The kids hey, y'all, y'all be out here saying fuck them kids, so y'all better not be staying. <laughs> okay, okay, right. Tell me fuck them kids and don't stay for them. So, um, if you meet someone, let's say, you know, you're out and you meet someone, so... You said you you wait until y'all start talking about being intimate, or is it before that? Well, I mean, I know you're just super open about oh, yeah. the conversation I'm now. Book. I'm open book, but that was like a couple years ago. But yeah, I would wait until um, I was like, okay, I really like this person. Now that could be thirty days, sixty days, whatever. But I was gonna wait until I got comfortable enough to let you know this information. Um, or if we started talking about sex, so it was like either one, whatever one come first, then okay, here it is, boom, it's on the table. But now, like, I literally, I like I said, I put it on my dating profile now, like today. I put it's on my dating profile right now. It says I'm HIV positive. If you got questions, please ask me because I'll answer anything. I don't book. I don't really care. So. And I know people <laughs> be asking questions. They do. They do. Most what? is just, oh, can I still eat your coochie? So, okay. <laughs> they don't care. Well, I'd be like, care. if you go get tested first. Okay. Because I don't know where that mouth is. Because I need to know. Okay, <laughs> you know your do- What's your doctor's name? I need to know that you actually go to one. How about that? Because. Yeah. These, these men's they don't go to the doctor. <laughs> she said these men. These men. They don't. So you have to like, sir. You gotta hold their hand to take them. I'm like, and what's wrong with you? And they have the whole health insurance. Hello. Okay, you pay for no you reason. Pay for you, pay, you, you pay for it. You pay for it. Use it. I pay for it. I'm going, even though I ain't paid for it. My job's today, whatever. 
four years, but I, I'm getting my checkups. I get tested. Okay. I've gotten tested at my church. My church has been testing. Like, yeah. Do what you swab. Do okay. what you need to do. Okay. There I don't we go. like that. I've seen family die of AIDS. So, my it's real. HIV positive. That's not what he died from. But, yeah, like, that's, that's no joke. Not at all. I'm not going to keep telling y'all this. Once a month, but I feel like it is my due diligence to tell y'all to go get tested. Yes, yes. Um, not just for yourself, but for uh, the people that you're dealing with. Because, um, don't be selfish. Yes. That's how I feel. I feel like not getting tested, not knowing, is being selfish. And then, um, you have um people or resources that you can reach out to if you don't Most know how to start free. that. Most Start the conversation. Like, you can go get tested for free in most places. They got trucks and stuff all over the place where you can go get tested for free. You don't even need health insurance most of the time. I know people just, they just be scared. They be like, do you need somebody to like go with you? I got to act like yes. I'm your mommy and hold your but hand. You know, hey. You know that you out here living well or doing whatever. You still, you need to go because you, you continue doing the same to thing. To pass it around. There's no telling, you know what I'm saying? Like, this person get it. Like, it's it's a snowfall effect, a snowball effect. Like, it just mm-hmm. keeps going and going and going. And that's just with anything. Like, yeah. I, I, like I told you, I've had students come to me and be like, hey, da 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 Okay, well, you need to tell every person that you slept with within the last whatever, because your sex life be better than that. <laughs> 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 you need to let whoever know, and because I, I'd be like, you owe that person that. Exactly. Like, regardless if y'all not together anymore, you're not dealing with that person, you still owe them that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Because there are some malicious people out here who... Um, not just being HIV positive, but the other STDs and other yes. things that are being transmitted because people can't ex- accept their reality. Yep. And instead of taking accountability for what they have, what they have, um, came in contact with, they use it as a weapon against other people. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's feeds right to their mental health yeah like whatever you have when you go and get your test whatever it says on that paper regardless of what it is if you cannot come to terms with it please please find a resource and go seek Mm -hmm. therapy don't go out here being malicious thinking that um you have to go and give it to eight million people out here. Because somebody gave it to you, you gotta go spread it over here. I'm gonna tell you it, that is a crime now. It is. A man in yeah. Florida just got convicted. He did it to two women. Um he found out I think it was like in twenty sixteen or something like that. He found out he got it from an ex girlfriend. He never told the girlfriend that he was with when he found out from the ex-girlfriend and mm. you know all of this stuff is records so mm-hmm. if you haven't and you out here not telling people literally they can pull up your medical records they can tell you the, the exact date that your doctor told you that you were positive and so that's literally what they did they traced it back and then he um passed it on to two women See, y'all don't be out here getting locked up because you don't want to deal with your with your own stuff and you're just passing it along to people, using it as a weapon. And what's crazy though is that with HIV, like, it's so controllable. Like, I don't I don't think I spoke about it, but with having HIV, once you take your medications, 
um, and you have it control where you're taking medications every day, you become undetectable. And undetectable means that um, the virus is no longer detected through any blood tests. So, like, if me and you were to go get tested right now, it's going to come back. Mine's going to say negative just like yours. So once you become undetectable, you can no longer transmit the virus to anyone. So HIV in itself is controllable, but we, but we have people who are still being ignorant, not getting tested, and mm-hmm. just out here willy-nilly just, here, you want some, you want some, you want some. Like, when you can really control it, ultimately, like, you find out you have it, you don't got to be malicious. Man, I'm Get a- your shit together, and you could be good. And then just the, the numbers, like, I'm still just... I'm trying to find. You see me start right. looking. I'm trying to find <laughs> the numbers because the numbers the was people, was crazy. That was yes. Very, very oh God. And, yes. You know, and if, and I think about the the students that I work with because they were in that age range. They're in that group, and like I've had conversations where I'm just like, listen, y'all, because y'all are way out here more than when I was growing up. You may had a couple girls that was out here, but it did be they wild mm-hmm. out. Like these these kids different. They, they really are, and they're, they're younger and younger and younger. Yes. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was from three years ago. Oh, okay, phone. <laughs> Didn't want me to spread that information, huh? All right. <laughs> um, the most alarming thing was that we saw ages thirteen to twenty-four in twenty eighteen was. 7,891 And those were new cases Of mm-hmm. being HIV positive And for people who actually got tested Right For people who actually got And mm-hmm. it started at age 13 First of all Right And that's That's crazy think at 13 Like you're actually being tested with, because You know what I'm saying yeah. For what's, what's ultimately Can be sexually transmitted It's other things But at 13 Like What? Thirteen, you was going to get physicals to play sports. Like, okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, what? I was virgin at thirteen, so mm. I didn't even like boys at thirteen. Peripheral, they got on my nerves. Oh, uh, my mom thought I was gay until I was about fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I used to hang with them all the time. I just thought I was like, I watched them. They was dirty. Okay. <laughs> they was dirty. They had dirty fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the the next biggest age group was twenty five to thirty four, with thirteen thousand four hundred ninety one. Yep, that's me. And that's our age bracket now, and that's for people who got tested. So just imagine if the ones that's not yeah. tested, and then yes. with COVID, you know, they weren't um, testing for that as much. Like they weren't even they weren't testing for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. with COVID. Like everything was COVID, COVID, COVID. So even though we were supposed to be socially social distancing, a lot of people was sneaky linking. Okay. So <laughs> they had their little COVID piece. Right. So you and you don't know, like that's scary because we don't even know what the numbers are now. But I know they said in West Virginia, I read an article like West Virginia numbers spiked tremendously. So uh, I would say it's Ooh, because it's nothing but open space trees and right. federal <laughs> penitentiaries. There. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much, that's it. There's nothing else to do out there in West Virginia. Uh, I've been, I visited a couple times, and I was like, I don't know how to help people live here because it's a bunch of nothing. I ain't never been either. It's a bunch of nothing. Um, but when I was going over these stats, and it was um, even surprising for me 
to see what the numbers were and then when they break it down by race or the the populations like it was um, most affected population was or how it was transmitted um, black male to male was 9,444 then there was another another one that said uh, black men made up 37 percent at 9,712 cases. Um, a lot of people think that it just, you can just um, get the virus from sexual intercourse. And I had mm -hmm. to really break it down. And I had to do a lot of studying myself because even though they talked about it surface wise in school, it was um, more so of just don't get it. Yeah. Like, it was like. It's the fear factor that's yeah. Yeah. Like, no, can you like really explain this to me? Exactly. Like, you just oh, don't do it. Right. Don't have sex. And I, I think the it. way that it's presented with that fear factor is one, the reason why people are scared to get tested. Yep. And two, when people find out, it's like, how do I tell anybody now? Because, what do I do now? Yeah. Because you're so used to, uh, no, just don't do it's, it. It's not. What do I do if it does happen? That like. Judgmental. Yes. It's like, okay, well, am I going to be looked at differently because I have it? Are people going to judge me and things like that? And when you look at how it was in the 80s, like, people were so judgmental yes. with people that had HIV. You couldn't touch AIDS. a fork. Right. Like, it just was like, oh, it was a gay person's disease and mm -hmm. all this other. It was like so so much ignorance. And you had people going around talking about it's God's way of punishing people for their If that was the case, all of us would have something. Period. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, if God was going around giving people stuff for punishment, so it's just like that's another factor in it because people don't want to be judged. They feel like they're going to lose friends and things like that because of their status or because they have HIV, and that's really sad. And it's just crazy how that was over thirty years ago, and people still to this day think like that. They have that stigma. They mm -hmm. still like, oh, yeah, no, mm -mm, don't touch that fork. You can't sit on the toilet seat little stuff like that like it's very ignorant and um the older generation y'all can be mad at me when i say this <laughs> but y'all were some ignorant ass people okay, okay. and even with being receptive to information now a lot of them are so stuck in their ways that they're passing that unknowingly passing that attitude on to younger generation especially if you're like a grandmother or a great-grandmother watching a small child as uh happens a lot in the black community your attitudes and views of certain things are being passed on to these smaller children and <clears throat> it becomes a hereditary bad habit or um view when we should all be trying to learn how to be receptive and open-minded to not only the world changing, but the way that medicine is changing. Yes. And being able to, um, being able, understanding that a diagnosis is not a death sentence. There you go. Um, that's like the most important thing, especially when I say, especially in the black community, is a lot of people um, don't have anyone to talk to. Mm-hmm or a support system and um so quick real quickly before we take this break i want you to tell us how anyone can get in contact with you in regards to if they need any support or resources 
Um, yes, you can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, it's it's the Queen Baby on Instagram. Um, I also have an Instagram of Love the Life You've Been Given. Um, YouTube, Love the Life You've Been Given, and I think that's it. My email is on my Instagram page, so you could be able to email me if you like or slide my DM. I get on my open book, no judgment. Come talk to me about anything, and that also. Just to throw that out there, I don't just necessarily um, mentor people with um, HIV. I also do other lifelong STDs as well. So if you feel like you need someone to talk to, you could definitely reach out to me. And I can definitely be a listening ear and give you some advice. And yeah. So after we come back from the break, I'm going to ask you. Um, I saw, I had, I didn't notice at first, and I just happened to see it today. Mm-hmm. Um the series that y'all were doing, uh, Less Is More. So oh, we're going to yeah. talk a little bit about that <laughs> when we come back from the break. Um, so I'm going to play a couple of songs. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Niggas breaking their neck, can't compensate if you ain't cutting the check. I'm riding with 
JD, bitches really hate me. Do a whole dirty like a bitch got scabies. She fucking everybody, think the bitch got ravens. I'm from the south side, yeah, 53 raise me. Upload a pic, everybody like who this? Little lame ass bitch, her she fuck for who's this? My shit on clubhouse and I better hold mute it. Pretending that she like me, but I know the real truth is. My bitch can't stand me, them bitches be fans. They tryna compare me, them bitches be mad. I'm a bitch in the mouth, make her spit out a plan. And I'ma show my ass like a nigga just pants me. I'ma show my ass, I'ma act the fool. Hit up the gang like what's the move? Catch me around your way, chillin' with your dude. And them bitch know my name, I'm Ken, who you? Yeah, I bet she changed her mood. Get lit by myself, I don't need a crew. When you see me by myself, you should've did your dude. Cause if I catch you down bad, I'ma wild out, boo. I walk in it like, damn, who that? She a pretty ass bitch and her ass real fat. Walk past niggas breaking their neck. Can't conversate if you ain't cutting the check. I'm riding with JD, bitches really hate me. Do a whole dirty like a bitch got scared. She fucking everybody, think the bitch got ravens. I'm from the south side, yeah, 53rd raised me. Bitches be mad, go get you a bag. You making fake pages, I'm counting this cash. They all spreading rumors, these bitches is sad. This shit not true, so I sit back and laugh. I can have who I want, and that's why they mad. I really get it popping like I took off a tag. Bitches be used, just like a rag. Quick to leave a nigga, just like his dad. Riding around the town with my girls, and we lit. Costume, we go shot. Can get you a sip Treat a nigga like my dog And tell him to sit Make a nigga cross to me Yeah, you know I'm the shit Bad little bitch She throwing a fit Walk his dog ass Just like a pig She throwing that ass Into a split I'm just getting started Why would I quit? I walk in it like Damn, who that? She a pretty ass bitch And her ass real fat Walk past niggas Breaking their neck Can't conversate If you ain't cutting the check I'm riding with JD Bitches really hate me Do a whole dirty Like a bitch got scabies She fucking everybody Think the bitch got ravens I'm from the south side Yeah, 53rd raised me Okay, um, welcome back. The first song we played was A Million by A Smooth. The second song I played was by Ken K. Um, both artists are from here in the DMV area. That song by Ken K was called Who That? I just found her on Instagram probably like two days ago. Um, she from the South Side, but Shorty be spitting like on all three of her songs. I really liked her music, so. Um, if y'all hear another song from her next Sunday, I don't want to hear your mouth because I like her music. But um, <laughs> but to jump back in, um, so I recently found out that uh, Miss Christina was on a series called Less Is More. On uh, it was on YouTube, right? Yeah, it was on YouTube. Um, and your Christina was—I mm, say your Christina. Your <laughs> character, <laughs> your character was uh, Leah. Yes. Um, can you give us, well, give everybody else, all the listeners, just a little bit of insight of what the series was about in uh, your character? Um, well, I played a psychopath. Um. <laughs> Ooh, way, way to start it off. Uh, okay, <laughs> kind of, sorta, but it was a lesbian web series. Um. Most of it like took place in like Baltimore, but um, it was just like a um, a story about several different um, lesbian couples and lesbians that were just how they lived their normal life type of thing. And I played a uh, a crazy ex girlfriend um, who was trying to expose her ex, and I did some wild stuff on there a little bit, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But then y'all Corona hit, so um, I'm still waiting to hear about if we're doing a season two. But it's definitely on um, YouTube, Les is More. Um, How many opinion. episodes? Mm, what was this? I think it was six or seven. I think, yeah, I think, I think it was six or seven. It was, it was actually fun. It was really, it was interesting. To tap into a different scale. Yeah, uh, it was different. 
Oh. And then I, and I was, then she was like, play something crazy. I was like, oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. No problem. <laughs> but it was, it was cool. It was fun. And that's what's up. Um, so we are going to play another round of the game. Why are we writing? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> you said, oh, shit. Like these, the questions is, is not yeah, that bad. I'm Cause last week oh we was kind of like, ooh, just a little bit. It wasn't that bad though. We just had some uh, entertaining characters with us in the studio. Definitely. Name three reasons to get fired. Mm, three reasons to get fired. Uh, fighting your manager. <laughs> Sleeping with your manager. Um. Look, I have before. I ain't gonna hold you. So hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> did it help you elevate your position in the company? Barely. He wanted a manager at first, but he's he who should not be named. I don't give a damn about him. But um, ah, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I take a dab. Um, another reason if I guess Stella. Yeah. Okay. You put in your vacation time and they tell you no, you still take your vacation. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling tell you it's right now. It's easy now because of Corona down. Just start coughing on the phone and they're like, oh, stay. Okay. And they're like, stay where you are. Before that, you had to get there in a snowstorm. Your car done flipped over. They're like, well, what time will you be here? Like. Now it's a little bit different. After the job, left them people. After okay. the job. <laughs> okay. They can replace you like it's nothing at all. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Look, invest in taking some mental health days. Okay. My period. Cause one of my coworkers, mm-hmm. they uh, they got fired, and I swear they was interviewing for this position like the next week. It's like, bruh, like, y'all still got our logins and shit. Like, I ain't even reset oh, that shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I felt bad, though, because that person worked there for years, like, like 17 they years. They replaced you like it's nothing. Yeah, they going to Your job gonna be posted before they get the money. Like, okay. They gonna send your send your family some janky ass flowers and shit. Okay, if they do that, get a generic ass little card. Fuck that! Don't come to my show. Y'all probably the reason why I'm dead now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Die from stress. Man, look, if, if you you have a job and you accrue leave, take that leave. Fuck transferring it to the next year. Take the leave. Take the leave. Take and it's part health. of your sick leave. Mental health is also health. Oh, yeah. Oh, I learned that this year. I yes. have. <laughs> who I probably had 90 plus hours of uh, sick leave I didn't use. And I, every time I get some more up, oh, there goes another day. <laughs> okay. 
And mental health is in your health insurance too. Y'all better look into it. People think mental health is expensive and all that. You need to see a therapist. Even if you need a leave of absence, mental health is supposed to be covered in that as well. Yeah. So make sure y'all, you know, pay attention to that. They sure do. Um, one more question. Maybe two more. <laughs> <laughs> Name three things you smoke. Mm-mm. Um, that I smoke personally, or just in general. Um, you ain't gotta put yourself out there. But I mean, you put just. Uh, I was joking. To, according to your sister, it was already on live. Okay, that right. Cigarettes. Um, you can smoke. Um, what is it? Crack? I don't even know about drugs. I ain't <laughs> Is it crack or cocaine? Just like, I don't even know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I don't know about these drugs. Smoke, crack, sniff, coke. We, okay. See, I love. I don't know. Oh. What's that? The, the tar hair? I don't even know. I'm illiterate when it comes to drugs, okay? I don't want y'all to think I do drugs. I just took a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a drug test, okay? The health educator. Look, the other health educator in the room. <laughs> okay. I ain't learned that though. Y'all. They put it on. I ain't learned that. And then you think and they bite it. It takes a lot of like talent to do that. Hey, I was about to say something real fucked up. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say yeah, somebody from Baltimore know what she talking about. <laughs> okay, I can't. Somebody said weed, cigars. Yeah. Okay. You smoke yeah. turkeys, ham. Oh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I think one straight to drugs. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly. I was thinking about food because I'm hungry. I wasn't thinking about food. I thought about weed. Okay. <laughs> thought about uh, cigars. <laughs> was mine. And then the cigarettes. The cigarettes I no longer smoke. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get to a place where I am tobacco free by my birthday. I got like two and a half months. Don't know if I'm making it or not, but uh, we'll see. But I, I couldn't go cold turkey. God bless anybody. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Phil is his name. <laughs> like three food items. I'm going to go home and one cook at this point. <laughs> okay. Okay, one more? Yeah. Okay. 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 What's that? This was funny last week. Oh no, we Kim had Kardashian. three. Kim <laughs> Kardashian. Oh, bro, yes. Catch me outside. How about that? Um. Bad Barbie. Bad, oh yeah, bad, yeah. Shit, her too. Um. What's that little? That's a little girl. She ain't no celebrity, am I? Let me think of. Let me think of somebody else. <laughs> what? Yo, I'm not really even in celebrities like that. Like for real. Somebody so I'm trying to think. I can't. Dang, I fuck with Yeezy though. We ain't forget what he said. Y'all real forgiven. I didn't say he. We wanted him back on the black <laughs> delegation. I just said I fuck yes, with. Trump. Oh, fuck with Yeezy oh, music. absolutely. I totally agree with that one. Yeezy when he's not in the second place music. Okay. Um, Trump, Trump, and Trump. <laughs> oh. Fuck Trump. 
Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> hey yo, uh, YG and Nipsey did. Was it Nipsey did that song with him? I think it was Nipsey. Oh, Nipsey no, and YG. Trump. Hey yo, that was I played the shit out of that song going to the protest. Like, okay. The yes. shit out of it. Um, it's a couple more people in there. Um, clo- the whole Kardashian clan. Yeah, all of them. Um, hey, hey, what's rock? Black China, Mama, should not. No, Tokyo. Yeah, see, I'm sorry. I know you're from here, but uh, no. Um, I like Angela, but I don't like um. Um, I would say no, but that motherfucker know how to make some money. He like another Nick Cannon. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, he's Harley executive. He, yeah. Oh he yes, won. absolutely. A lot of the uh, love, love him, Pop, like, how, how the money know? Young Jock. Young Jock. Uh, well, you know, he's famous for his perm. A, you know, Young Jock had us uh, doing that in the trap one day. Young Jock is my Well, while he was making everybody do that, he yep, was also um, while while he was making music, he was also making babies because he got shitload of them. Do he even have them? Oh, it's Happy yeah. Mama. Um, Mama D. Mama D. Mama D. Funny as shit though. She is hilarious. So you would get rid of Mama <laughs> D, but you would keep Jim Jones, Mama, Mama Jones. See, I didn't watch. She couldn't spell psychotic, she spelled physicotic, but that's not even a word. Not physicotic. It wasn't even a word. We have Stevie J can go somewhere too. Stevie. I see. I didn't like the old Stevie J. I didn't like, but Stevie J with Faith Evans, I like. He, cause he all about business. He really, but he his kids is on um, growing up hip hop, and uh, the girl, his daughter Savannah, she's like, I don't want to call her this, but she really comes off to be a gold digger. That's just how she presents herself on the show. I don't know. I'm like, Stevie, you need to give her some money because she out here thinking that man is supposed to take care of. A lot of the celebrities that we named are like reality, like like Mm -hmm. in the white person's world, Stevie isn't a celebrity. Right, that's true. All everybody we named, they divas. I don't know. Stevie, Stevie, we talking about Stevie Stevie was music, but. That's where all his money came from. Like he's one of the top ten music producers of the nineties. <laughs> so it's debatable. Yeah, okay, that's true. It's, it's debatable. Um, y'all I love me some Jocelyn. I don't think Diddy should be a celebrity. Diddy, do it like it's my be day. <laughs> want your music producer all in your video. <laughs> I really don't think Diddy should be one. Oh yes, it's what? Like, damn. Like, yes, was it was something like that. Mm-hmm. That was very questionable. I don't even remember that line, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Y'all made me want to go find the song. song. Yeah. Y'all, if I play that song up here next week, just know we're gonna decipher the shit out of that song. Oh, it's a lot of you know on TikTok they had like people talking about suspect. Uh, 
Yeah. Listen, Prince has some suspect lyrics. No? Prince was suspect. Oh, Prince had a song where he was talking about having sex with his sister. What? Yeah. Alright, so now I'm gonna reevaluate yeah. all the 80s music. I'm telling you, like, yeah. you gotta really, like, look at this specifically. Mm hmm. Like, somebody deciphered Heather Henley. Oh, she was a psycho. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was crazy. She's crazy as hell. I love and a crazy ass, though. Was messy in the song. Okay. Why would you tell her that he gonna do some things because he done broke up with the girlfriend? Yeah. Because the mama liked her. She and said, she get over here and get my son. Yeah, in my mind, there's really a lot of females in um <laughs> in the world right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause in their mind, they're in a whole relationship. <laughs> okay. Who do you want to see you? Who? Fuck that nigga. Tag him and he untag yourself. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, when the name up there, but it's not highlighted. So okay. Yep. Yep. Mhm. I'm about to tell on myself, child. I'm like, you know how many shit is pending right there? Oh yeah, I got a couple. I mean, there ain't nothing like that. No more. Yeah, I deleted the shit out of that. But at one point in life. At one point in life, I had a stalker. Lord, I got stories. It'd be crazy, man. I know, I know. Outside, y'all is picking up all this. Whoever uh, person is outside fucking up. Um, what street Abbas is this? Avison Street. Can y'all do that after the hour of eight o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, do we want to do another card or we want to move on? It don't matter. So. I'll take another call. Let's do a riskier card. You want to go risky? Okay. Oh, she was ready. <laughs> you got to answer it yourself, ready, ready. <laughs> oh, shit. I ain't even in there. Look at her. She over there smiling, trying to the She got card. pretty excited. Because I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> I don't want to do none of the cards we did last week. Name three uses for your tongue. Ooh. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. Do you have a tongue ring? A lick? No. Oh. I got you got the tongue ring. It's the decoration. It's the decoration. <laughs> don't, read, don't read too deep into that. Most people don't even know I have it. Let me go on. This is so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is raunchy. I'm a Christian woman. <laughs> eat ice cream. That's one way to eat your tongue. To talk. To yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, to talk. To, to eat, pronunciate. To lick ice cream. Like a popsicle or a lollipop. Is that three? The lick bob kiss off is what I mean. Oh, yes. Woo! See how you keep that real PG? Kendra, y'all have some good answers. Y'all have some good answers because um, nothing that I was going to say was going to be PG or PG 13. Oh, so um, back in the day, well, not that far long ago, um, I haven't been able to find it lately, but the whipped cream that's alcohol infused, yep, licked that off people's bodies, um, along with shots. 
lick the jello out the bowl. Out the little cup. Jello shots. Out that little cup, you know, you just jello take your shots. tongue and just eat yeah, it all the way out. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um Well, the other one was ice cream and that's where I stopped because um, Gumballs. <laughs> Gumballs. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it sounded better that way. <laughs> Gumballs. Oh. Gumballs. Mm. Balls. Balls. Gumballs. Oh, you want a Frenchie? <laughs> you don't like Frenchies? It's the Scorpio in her. It's double to the shit. It's just something about like. Well, I like tongue twisters. So no. <laughs> I go back and edit this show, it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I'm here for the tongue, so. Okay, so, <clears throat> um, why we want to thank Christina for joining us today and shedding light to her journey and her organization that is helping others. And shout out to you for being an advocate because most people they are. So focused on themselves Mm -hmm. and their process of how they're dealing with it and living their life that they don't look at it as them being a resource to others. And so um, I'm going to applaud you. And, um, you know, I'm always down to go out with you. You are really so much fun to be out with. Um, Again, all the ways to contact you. I'm going to tag you in the videos. Yes, please. I'm tagging you in the video. So um, she said her Instagram is it's a queen. Baby. And um, love the life you've been given. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So both pages will be tagged on Instagram as well as I will have the links to the your YouTube channel posted as well. Um, at the end of our show, we usually do um, words of affirmation or words of wisdom. So, if you don't want to go first, you know, I'm going to jump over to Phyllis because she's usually locked and loaded. Yeah, I'm go. Okay. Um, so, this week, um, just thinking about the show and how Christina just been using her light. Um, so, my affirmation for this week is to let, allow your light to shine because you never know what someone is going through and sharing your journeys and being transparent and being open definitely helps others it helps others feel comfortable in whatever it is that they're going through or they have going on and it and it allows you shining your light it allows that person to have that that space and be that safe space but when you shine your light you have to really mean what you do don't shine it and then do stuff to be shady because that because karma is real and it's going to come back on you but definitely we're all had we're all here for a reason we all have a purpose and we all have a story to tell so definitely allow your light to shine 
So allow your light to shine this week. Okay? And y'all, be blessed and remember to live fearless, but do it safely. Okay. I'm a, um, <laughs> I'm a kind of uh, a piggyback a little bit. Um, and also kind of promote myself a little bit. Um, my words would be love the life you've been given. And I didn't explain why I named my organization that. And um, as I said earlier, I, I grew up always being scared of getting HIV and um, dying of AIDS and all that. And for my ultimate goal to actually get it, live with it and survive and thrive through it, I decided to come up with the, the name Love the Life You've Been Given because, I mean, I didn't necessarily ask for this, but this is what was given to me. And moving forward, I've just been able to pick myself back up from, you know, a dark place where I was when I found out I had it and realized that having HIV was my destiny. I don't look at it. I wouldn't change anything that I went through. Yeah, it was tough to go through it. But sometimes in life, you got to go through things to actually find out your purpose and what you're supposed to do. Like, again, I think me having HIV is my destiny. It's my purpose. Y'all need to hear my voice. Y'all need to know that <clears throat> you can live and still love your life regardless of what you're going through or what you have. Whatever obstacles have come your way, just y'all just continue to love the life that you've been given. And there you go. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Um, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry guys Um, before I go into mine I have, you know, gotta go through the events It's like a million of them So please bear with me as I run through them real quick Next Saturday is a busy Saturday There are several events happening on July 31st The DC Punishers and Self-Made Savages Auto Club having a back-to-school drive right here outside of Iverson Mall starting at 12 p.m. By the tunnel is the drop-off location. Also on the 31st, um, Pretty Pamper Queens is having a meet-and-greet. They did change their meet-and-greet location. It is now going to be outside of Crystal Skate Rink, and I believe it's from 4 to 8. They'll have food, drinks, um, as well as they'll have um, other... I think they're going to have their uh, drink pouches, their famous drink pouches for uh, purchase. The food and everything, though, is free while supplies last. You can find um, all this information out on my on the podcast Instagram. I have it under social events. Also on the 31st, where I will be next Saturday to support my sisters. Real Time Witness Show is having a pop-up shop. From 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. at 900 Bowley Quarters Road. That's in Middle River. Um, I believe it's a dollar to get in, but your dollar goes towards the raffle ticket that you could um, win for that. Um, within the coming weeks, we will have an episode that we will be speaking with um, Customized Community Market. Um, she reached out to me on Instagram and they had an event, a two day event this weekend. It was Saturday and today. It was down in Charles County Fairgrounds. And she's all about networking and helping other businesses, um, you know, work with each other and how they can help each other as well as help others with their resources. She is having a 
Kidpreneur Expo on Saturday, August the 7th from 12 to 5. It will be free entry. It will be at Brandywine Crossing Shopping Center. The address is 15924 Crane Highway, and that's in Brandywine. You can look at their website at customizedcommunitymarket.com. Um, I'm excited about the next two weeks. We have um, a smooth here next week, another musical guest. The following week, we have House of Lou Beauty, one of our biggest supporters here on the podcast. Yeah, I got her lip gloss on today, too. So pretty. Y'all go on the website and buy plug. She be plugging her everywhere. But no, she's one of our biggest supporters, so I'm excited that I was able to get her here on, that would be the 8th of August. So, my words of wisdom of the week. I didn't even think about it, honestly. Um, here we go, Fearless is talking about leaving me again. You know who's trying to take your spot. He's not going to. You have your own show, sir. You will never come for my spot. Oh, wait till he watched the playback. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. Words of the week. Uh, <laughs> um. No matter what it looks like on your day-to-day basis, stay focused on your goal. Um. Your goal is not meant necessarily meant for anybody that is in your circle to come along with you. Your goal is meant for you. So even if somebody is trying to discourage you away from your goal, stay focused, do your own research, have faith in it, work on it daily. The only way that you can make positive changes is if you work on it daily and change your mental to be ready for whatever is to come. So we thank y'all for joining us this week. Um, you'll be able to watch everything back on Google Podcasts, the YouTube channel, Spotify, Anchor, um, and Instagram on both of our Instagram lives. And we'll see y'all next week.